seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Hello there and welcome to the Video Nasties podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. Um, Don't Look in the Basement, also known as The Forgotten from 1973. It's probably the best known film from S.F. Brownrigg. He's an expert in creating horror films on limited budgets. During the 1970s, he directed uh, four uh, low-budget horror films, including this one. And uh, in 2001... Uh, a reviewer for the Michigan Daily called Poor White Trash 2 the worst movie of all time. But Brown Rake, in fact, is not a terrible hack director. He does some interesting things considering his incredibly limited budget. Also the fact that he actually directed all these films in a very limited space and time, a couple of years, which is, although it took a longer amount of time for them to be released... That's why a lot of the actors kind of cross over into, di- into a di- each of his different films. And um, they all have a kind of similar feel to them. Certainly he is praised by many for his ability to create uh, low-budget horror and thriller with very little money indeed. Now, Don't Look in the Basement is almost certainly his most exploitative of his movies, despite the fact that he created a film called Poor White Trash 2. It is a tale of madness and of violence. And uh, to use an old cliche, it's about the lunatics taking over the asylum. Don't. Don't look in the basement. The makers of Last House on the Left warn you again. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. The line between sanity and madness can be crossed in a single step. And with this step, you enter the nightmare world of terror. Judge Cayman, whose iron self-control hides the urge to kill. Harriet, a mother's love, twisted into the malignant shape of evil. The sergeant, living in the hell of an aimless war, fighting a battle within himself that he lost long ago. Allison, in a desperate need for love, an obsession that could drive her to murder. Danny whose sense of humor triggers a violent act of revenge. Dr. Masters, who has her own idea of the gentle art of healing. And Charlotte, who left the world of sanity and security only to be trapped in the nightmare world of madness, a nightmare she cannot escape. They all met on the day the insane took over the asylum. Don't look in the basement. 
from Hallmark Releasing Corporation, rated R. So, the film is set in Stephen's sanatorium, and this is a secluded mental health institution whose chief doctor believes the best way to deal with insanity is basically to allow, allow the patients to, be, to do out whatever they want in the hope that they'll somehow snap out of it. A young psychiatric nurse goes to work and um, after uh, following a murder there and um, she effectively becomes increasingly tormented by the patients there um, effectively because they're allowed to run right. What's really going on? And unsurprisingly, you know, there is once again very much like uh, House by the Cemetery, but not in the same way in terms of what the twist is, something lurking in the basement. Now use the axe, Judge. Listen to me, Judge. Use the axe, Judge. Go ahead, Judge. Use the axe. Use it. Again, Judge. Once more again. Strike out. Harder, Judge. Now again. That's it, Judge. Hit it again. And again. Strike it. Strike it. Dr. Stevens, I must speak to you. Yes? What is it, Jane? I... He's doing very well tonight. Can you sense how each stroke reaches down, freeing some part of his conflict? Perhaps just a cell or two of the unconscious brain, yet he's reaching it. Reach for it, Judge. Dr. Stevens. Yes? Doctor... I've come to a decision about, about all this. I just can't take it any longer. Harriet threatened me again tonight. I'm leaving. I, well, you said you had someone else coming out tonight, someone to help. I can't accept that decision, Janie. You're a professional. I won't allow you to do it. Put it down, Judge. Put it down, Judge. Put it down. Shot in 12 days on a limited budget of less than $100,000. This was designed specifically to work with low, low money. Uh, and filming took place at the site of Westminster College in Texas. It was created um, really for the drive-in circuit as the other movie. And it uh, featured in the early 70s with Wes Craven's uh, The Last House on the Left. Uh, released by U.S. Hallmark and releasing who also put out uh, Bay of Blood as Carnage. Um, the film shared the same tagline as Last House, uh, to avoid fainting, keep repeating to yourself, it's only a movie, only a movie, only a movie. To avoid fainting, keep repeating, it's only a movie, only a movie, only a movie. Don't look in the basement. The makers of Last House on the Left warn you again. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Despite, or perhaps because of this, uh, people have been keen to cash in on the film's cult status. In May 2008, it was announced that a remake of the film was being planned by Alan Rowe Kelly and Anthony G. Sumner. The film was scheduled to take place in October of that year in Indiana and was going to be released in 2009, although it was never, it still hasn't appeared now. 
Instead, a sequel of sorts titled Don't Look in the Basement 2 was announced with Anthony Brownrigg, who was son of uh, SF Brownrigg directing. Now, this actually has shot and shot in March and April 2014. You've done a lot of collocations that are the same as the original film. There's been a trailer and uh, a promised release for the fall of twen- uh, for this autumn. New case file. Sam Withers. Lobotomy patient, age 72. History shows a post-procedure incident at a place called Stevens Sanitarium where he murdered all the other patients and doctors. The one patient I get to try to impress the teacher, I can't fix because he doesn't have a brain. Used to be considered a valid form of treatment. If you're Frankenstein. (laughs) Now, I don't know how, but something is happening to all of us, and the people in this file are the key. Not just something. I didn't know who I was. She didn't. Everything started when Sam got here. That would explain a whole lot about what's been going on here. I mean, like the ghosts and everything. You're telling me that this place was once Steven's sanitarium? You didn't know? Are you all right? No, I'm not all right. Do you have any idea what's going on around here? Yes, it's a mental institution. It's this house that Sam got. She started going crazy. I had to sedate her. Why don't we just lock the door and get the hell out of here? She might hurt someone. Did you see what I just saw? They're not after you. They're after all of us. You need to help me. Time to figure out what the hell is going on here before it gets any worse. If the sequel can even kind of get to the, the, the kind of silly fun and rather, um, you know, it's a bit, a bit, a little bit bleak and downcast, but there's still definitely something there. But that ending, where the to fair rather obvious twist is revealed. And the patients get the revenge. Um, and then our hero, we kind of get freeze frames, not of the of the car of the cast, not alive, but actually dead, and with their corpses as well, which is kind of a nice, rather strange and silly ending. According to IMDB, the film was co-written by Tim Pope. Now he's famous for his music videos that played on MTV in the eighties. Uh, for bands such as Talk Talk, Susie and the Banshees, Soft Style, Style Council. He's best known for doing The Cure's um, pop videos, in fact, and directed 21 videos for them. And also directed The, the Cure in Orange, which um, which was um, a, a Cure concert in France, which is kind of a, still kind of well-loved to this day and, and a bit of a cult classic. He also won the Outstanding Achievement Awards in 2004 CAD's uh, Music Vision Awards for uh, Slash Dot Dash video Fatboy Slim, which features lots of paint getting thrown around and quite dramatic. It's, um, you know, it, it kind of still has that kind of slightly 80s feel about it, which I think is deliberate. Dot com. Dot com. Dot 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 com. Slash dot dash dot slash dot dash dot slash dot dash dot com. Slash dot dash dot slash dot dash dot slash dot dash dot com. Slash dot dash dot slash dot dash dot slash dot dash
Brownrigg only made a handful of films, but there's a strong cult following from that. They're quite bleak, really, in terms of their outlook, but there is a focus on mystery and it twist endings. And uh, he's able to kind of cover up some of the shortfalls of the film, particularly, you know, from a low budget, hammy cast and a fairly rough script. Born as uh, Cheryl Brownrigg on, uh, in 1937 in El Dorado, Arkansas, uh, Brownrigg served in, in the Army as a combat photographer and worked on training films and that kind of thing during his tour of duty. He met uh, Larry uh, Buchanan in '55 and collaborated with Buchanan on some of his films, editing The Eye Creatures, he did the sound on The Naked Witch and It's Alive. Moreover, um, uh, worked for a spell the head of the sound departments, the motion picture lab, Jameson Film Company. So he made these films effectively on a, in a short period of time on limited cash, and then ended up working in TV. The only live sport and events and fishing shows, that kind of thing. He died in September of 1996 in Dallas. So this film was cut for its uh, cinema release in 1977. Uh, DRAM, who we've spoken about before for their releases, including The Devil Hunter, released an even shorter version of the film on its Crystal Video label in 83. And it was listed as a nasty in August 84, but was dropped from the list in December of 85. It was unsurprisingly released on court for those that have seen it. Um, in 2005 uh, and it's 15 now in fact it's uh, currently past 15 on cut but the film's actually out of copyright which has uh, helped it find uh, a much wider audience indeed in fact if you want to take a look at the film uh, you can do uh, I've got it streaming up on my website at the moment or if you'd like to download it, if you go to archive.org, you can uh, download a copy for yourself or go to the Christmas card that I sent out uh, over Christmas, unsurprisingly, where there's a link to a download link for the film. Dr. Masters, I'm sorry you haven't been informed about my coming. You see, Dr. Stevens hired me, oh, about a week ago, I think it was. Yes, on the 20th. I had heard about Dr. Stevens' unusual psychiatric methods and called for an interview. He liked my training and background and said he was terribly short on qualified help and asked if I would start this next week, which is today. Now, 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 just wait a minute, Miss Beale. First of all, I was not informed about your coming here. And secondly, I feel sure that Dr. Stevens would have brought this up with me if he'd reached a decision about you. <laughs> Dr. Masters, certainly there can't be a mistake. Oh, perhaps it's just an oversight. And you That's just the point, Miss Beale. Dr. Stevens would not have made an oversight. Not about something as important as increasing our staff, not when there are just three of us. Normally, three of us on the staff. You know, perhaps I really should go in to see the doctor. He's expecting Ms. me. Ms. Beale, I have something very unpleasant to tell you. We've, uh, we've had a tragedy here. We've lost Dr. Stevens. He was viciously attacked by one of the patients, and he died shortly afterwards. So you, you can see this is just... Not the time to discuss any of this. 
just a bit of feedback. Uh, this was from Jake from Ohio, who's, who's written to us before. Jake says, I meant to write this email a few weeks ago when you did the Face of Death episode. This is one title I can remember that has an impact on me at an early age. What you said about it being a schoolyard day more than an actual movie is so right on for me. That's exactly why I watched it. One day my friend bought my, the VHS over and told me you can see real peely, people really dying. I said I don't want to see people dying re- for real. To which you replied, pussy. Well, as you know, Chris, all it takes is one magic word to make an adolescent boy do something to do anything you want them to do. And that's the word. And still to this day, I have a small shudder when I think of the things I saw on that tape. And the things I saw in the two sequels that followed, which I also watched for some reason. I was relieved to hear when I got older that a lot of it was fake, but just the idea that it—it's it, just the idea that it was I was watching humans actually die in front of my eyes was at the time very disturbing to me. And still, when I remember one particular morgue scene, it bothers me and makes me want to watch the Care Bears to watch my wash my mind. And this, by by no means, was my first horror movie. However, I also to this day tend to wear it like a badge of honor. I watched Face of Death when I was eight years old, so I guess the chest puffing of boyhood never really fades from the male psyche. On an unrelated note, I thought you might find it interesting to know, being in England, that there is in the US the, the store Walmart and now carries not only the remake of I Spit in Your Grave, but the original 1978 film as well. But they still only carry censored versions of albums. This is the same store that refused to carry Guns N' Roses albums some 20 years back because the band was too controversial and yet they don't see a problem selling shotguns and bullets. Which remains true today. The idea of deciding that some people should be allowed to see, hear and think for their own sake, lest they become irreversibly corrupted, continues to be a muddy one, seemingly random. Keep up the good work, Jake from Ohio. Well, cheers for that, Jake. Um, Reminds me, actually. And thanks very much for your email. It's great when these kind of stories. I love it. I love a good story about whether eight is very young to watch Faces of Death. I think if we could all agree on that. Um, but good on you, mate. Good on you. Um, yeah, and the uh, the Jake West documentary, which very much goes more into like the history and uh, the politics of the video nasties, is uh, now available in the US and it has all the trailers. On, uh, on 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 over to spread over two DVDs. I'd be interested to see what Americans think of it. Really, um, I don't know how relevant it is. Really, look at reading about uh, sensitive issues from uh, thirty years ago. That's kind of part of the reason why I've kind of focused on the films more than the uh, more than the history, and also because you know there are lots of uh, people who are uh, who who have written books about that time anyway and, and and written about them and also reviews so i kind of wanted to do something a bit different you know actually go behind the history of the movies and try and dig up why these films were banned in the first place or why they struck a nerve i think would be a better way to put it but yeah though that's just being released and i've seen the uk uh, the sequels coming out, which uh, focuses far more on what happened next, uh, 1985 to 1999, which uh, I'm pretty sure American friends will be surprised to hear that uh, it, it was up till then that uh, a film called uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you might have heard it was still actually banned in, the, in this country, and you couldn't pick up a home video version of The Exorcist. You had to kind of wait to see Hope and Hope that it was available on, on the cinema, which is uh, where I saw it the first time. Um, 
and it goes into the politics and it is very much politics and a, a small number of people's opinions about what we should and shouldn't watch which face uh, faces the cornerstone of that doco so uh, I'm very much looking forward to uh, to watching that and I'll give you my thoughts on it when it comes out um, there's been more people asking about the trailers on it uh, as well uh, I'll give you a bit of a review at the time they speak about something called the section, DPP section free list, which is um, an unof- I would say an unofficial list. And uh, I know a lot of people, certainly looking at what people are looking at to get to the website at the moment, people are trying to find out more about it. Uh, I'm assuming the documentary will say more about it. But effectively, this is a list that they've apparently dug up of films that didn't hit the Video Nasties list. But were seen to be like a, almost like on a watch list, but they didn't bring to prosecution. So effectively, not even not even the, the, the worst stuff. And that is there are some crazy, there's some you know pretty nasty films on there, but there is some metal stuff as well. And I mean, I, I couldn't Im- even imagine um, anyone in the UK trying to get a conviction for Martin, uh, the old George A. Romero film, and that's on that list. So. Uh, we'll see how they play that with that. Uh, I think it's quite interesting, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly not something that uh, I, I I was aware of it a few years ago, maybe like on a on an old um, on like a on a chat room uh, website where they spoke about it, and people seem to know what they were talking about. But traditionally, I wouldn't class that as 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 you know a video nasties list. But hey, I mean, you know, you've got to sell DVDs, haven't you? If you want to contact me, please do. You can get me on my email address, which is videonastiespodcast at gmail.com. You can go to the website with the trailers, as I said, that uh, the uh, the actual film of um, Don't Look in the Basement at the moment as well, and all the podcasts. And uh, you can get me on my Twitter, which is at orange underscore monkey. Next week, we have got... Um, one I'm fairly sure a lot of people will be looking forward to. It is Lucio Fulci's Zombie Flesh Eaters, a.k.a. Zombie 2. So, until then, take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. I have never seen a video, Nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video, Nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Judge, oh, again! That's the judge!